KWTF 88.1 FM, Bodega Bay. Welcome back to another riveting episode of the Opposing Media Podcastaways. Here again on KWTF. My name is Stephen Thomas, and with me are three other fantastic local Sonoma County comedians. Hi, we're local. I'm loco and local. I'm fantastic. They're stupid. I'll just say their names. (laughs) I'm here too. He's a person. We've got Adam Aragon, Joe Kroll, and Matlock Zomsteg. Guess which one is which? You're damn right. (laughs) That's right. That's what you get for saying our names, then we have nothing left to say. Boy, we're comedians. <laughs> Fantastic comedians. Something As, about being trained to think on your feet. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I thought I'd start the show by looking at someone and saying, Be funny! <laughs> uh, it always works. Right. No, we uh, we are the opposing media podcast. Always we do a little show here on Creative W2 88.1. Uh, and uh, yeah, so just getting the roll, the show rolling started. Uh, it's midsummer, 2014. Love is in the air. Yeah. It's, it was hot and it was muggy. It is hot and muggy. Like right. love in the south. Is it? Is it midsummer? It's it's August. I'd say it's closing in on autumn. I think. Hey guys, we should have a radio show and talk about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be good. Yeah. What? What? What part of summer is it? Next up. Next up. Forty-five minutes of weather debate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could go either way tomorrow. Well, I think it's three-fourths fall. <laughs> I don't think you know what humid means. <laughs> I think wind chill's a lie. I love dry heat. <laughs> wind chill is a lie. Um, the liberal media. So uh, just to give you guys a little bit of credentials about us and uh, segue into our first topic, we uh, not only do we do uh, this fantastic podcast, we are also a movie root. We're also a movie riffing group yeah. where we riff and then sometimes take the roof off of movies. <laughs> That's right. Or we roofie movies. That's yeah. right. Sometimes we go to movie theaters and roofie people. Uh, no, <laughs> we're sometimes. Uh, <laughs> right. Make it sound like a hobby. Uh, You're really selling this. I keep going. We're a movie group riffing troupe in the style of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, we do shows all over Sonoma County, have been doing it for years. Uh, last night, we got to go see live, kind of live, uh, via satellite yeah, simulcast. Live broadcast to theaters. Live broadcast to theaters. It was uh, Riff Tracks, who is uh, is a movie riffing troupe composed of the some of the original players from Mr. Science Theater 3000. Kevin Nealon. No, we're not Kevin <laughs> Kevin, 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 Murphy. Kevin Murphy and uh, Bill Corbett. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, we got to see them tear apart the 1998 Godzilla. The Tour de Force. Oh, my God. The longest movie I've ever oh, seen wow. on Lizards. It was wow. two and a half hours. Oh, my God. So it was a new one. <laughs> was it? Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that would be easier to sit through. My Lord. I've never. So I've never seen the 1998 Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Never. And so finally I thought, like, I heard it was terrible, so I'm, like, expecting it to be bad. And I loved the Rift Tracks version. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. But oh, yeah. Man, that was terrible. Yeah. And it just got worse and worse and worse. Like, I just, oh, man, I think Michael Bay wanted to punch Roland Emmerich at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked like Matthew Broderick was having an anxiety attack these days. <laughs> <laughs> probably shortly after the yeah. car accident. He just kept seeing the preliminary reviews. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was that one line where he was all like, Oh my God! And like I think Mike said, I married Sarah Jessica Parker. 
<laughs> it is fun to bag on Matthew Roderick. I will give you that. Yeah, and his wife. His wife is a popular target. Oh my yeah. god. Is that okay to say about a woman? <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. Anytime that. I hear something about a woman being a popular target, I kind of go quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't That's know. That's a strategic left turn yes. on your part. I was at home on Thursday. Matlock. I'm sorry. I'm hearing, I'm hearing that entire tower in your microphone. Oh, that fan and everything. Do you guys hear that? No. No. That's... Here, listen. Can you hear anything in your headphones right now? Well, there's I mean, some ambient noise from the venting, but uh, I had a, this isn't making any noise. I had an HVAC system surgically implanted in no, no, no. Seriously, though. I mean, I'm not getting you any cut this out. Headphones. I just want to make sure the audio is not fucked for the whole thing because we got this like fan noise in the background. Do you hear that in your headphones? I, I, I hear, I hear it, it, it's, it's, not, it's not coming in through the yeah, mics. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, we're hearing it. It's I can hear it outside of the headphones, but not through the headphones. Like I don't think the mics are getting it. Here, is it just mine? It's okay. cool, right, and then right. when we do the edit, it will uh, auto pop it out. I heard a ghost. Cough, cough. <laughs> Back to the show. <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, the Rift Track show was uh, hilarious, and um, that's something we do. I don't know. What else we're pretty damn funny, and they're pretty damn funny, and I think what we're trying to get out here is there's a lot of funny people out there whom you should give money to. <laughs> Starting, being, starting with us and yes. then with the men from RiffTracks.com. Well, exactly. why don't you tell them what, what movies you've done already? What have you riffed? What have we riffed? Uh, we have riffed uh, Robot Jocks, which was one of my favorites. So awesome. uh, the, the original Clash of the Titans, the yeah. 1981. These were live shows that we were doing. Oh, yeah. All live shows in uh, Santa Rosa. And most of them, I think all of them in Santa Rosa. Yeah. Uh, we did The Room at the Roxy Theater. That was awesome. We're hoping to do another one at the Roxy Theater. Hopefully, maybe do like a Halloween show or something. Yeah, for yeah. The, yeah. They're called the classic movie, movie nights. Yeah, yeah what whatever. Halloween movies have we done? We did Troll. Uh, we Phantasm. Ghoulies. Phantasm. Phantasm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet Phantasm. Ghoulies was another one, yeah. Yeah, we did Ghoulies. Ghoulies was fun, yeah. We did Beastmaster. Oh, yeah. Beastmaster great, was awesome. Uh, there was also... Um, Mac and Me. Uh, Mac and Me. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is that uh, murder one? Uh, with oh. Claude Rains. Oh, uh, uh, where danger lives. Oh, where yes. danger lives with Claude Rains. Oh, that was a God. guy. I mean, Claude Rains is talking. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my shoulder. <laughs> um, I'll be in five. You guys take four. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The two of you take the three of them outside. <laughs> it's much funnier when the movies play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Yeah, yeah, it, it works. works. I think it works better than just sort of like yeah, just ripping saying. a movie over the radio. Right. Yeah, I know. No one's watching. Yeah. It. It'd be great if we were actually yeah. playing the movie. Wait, let's move on. It's the social equivalent to like the dude who does movie quotes just out of nowhere, and you're like, what, what movie? So if we do do another show, do do. Another no. show, uh, uh, you can check us out at Facebook on at uh, Opposing Media. Uh, or at OpposingMedia.com. That's right. Ah, yes. Our exclusive website. Named yes. after us. And if you want to listen to more <laughs> of uh, this awesome dialogue that we have going on here, you can catch more of that at OpposingMedia.com as well, or here on KWTF every Friday. So we done self-promoting, talking about the weather and other people's projects. We yeah. accept donations. At, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to be here Friday, rubs, right? Yeah. Every Friday at every seven. Every Friday at seven is the plan. Yep, is the pudding, a pudding, a pudding, a pudding, a pudding, a pudding, a What's next on our topic list? Speech impediment radio hour. We got DJ from all over the world. 
Right. To my right is Dr. Lisp. <laughs> Over there is Master Stutter. And don't forget MC High Voice. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, something that I uh, noticed, and apparently so has the rest of the uh, world, is that Weird Al Yankovic is number one in the Billboard charts. That's the first time a out-and-out out comedy album has been number one in the Billboard charts since, like, the it's 60s. The, I think it was since, like, since, like, 1952. Yeah. It was the last time that a comedy it's album was number Freebird one in the Billboard. Wow. Oh, no, it was uh, uh, Bob Newhart. Oh. Yeah. Ah. In 52? <laughs> the rock star. Uh, Bob Newhart, he was back in the day. Yeah, yeah I think 60s. Yeah, but then. Okay. Yeah. When well, it was called Bobby New. I, th I thought I remember being 51 <laughs> or 52. It was the last time the comedy album was number one. I don't remember who it was, just that it was the day. Right? Yeah. Bobby New. <laughs> Bobby New. <laughs> Bobby New. Ironically, it was called Old Heart back then. Uh, uh, it's very weird. strange. Uh, it is very strange. <laughs> but yeah, uh, actually, they well, they sprung that surprise on Weird Al during a talk show, like he was on there as a guest, and they said, hey, you know, the billboard charts aren't even out yet, but we looked ahead, and we called someone, pulled in a favor, and we got it, Yeah. and uh, they had printed it out and made a giant, like, plaque oh, of him on the top of the billboard charts, and gave it to him on the show, so they surprised him on the show by saying, dude, you hit number one, Yeah. and he, like, almost went into tears. I bet. Yeah, dude. Almost. Yeah. He should have, and with that good reason. <laughs> He's life. he's amazing. He's amazing. I don't know. I mean, I just I think the very first song of his that I ever ever heard was uh, "Another One Rides the Bus," and that like <laughs> just sold me right there. It's like the best thing. I had I had one of his. I, I liked his songs. Like I heard them on TV and stuff. But I the first tape I could get was like before his popular stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like Mr. Popeil and um, God. There was a. Had, I think it had one of the, the fat or bad parody. Fat or, yeah. is a parody of bad. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that might have been on that one, but the rest were like, really, like, I don't even know what these are parodying. Like, right. So I had this tape of really obscure Weird Al that I listened to a lot of, <laughs> and now I know the songs no one else knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was into it way before anyone else. Totally. Like, Weird Al parodies Roy Orbison's <laughs> or something. Like, okay. You can catch Adam with his typewriter at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not plugged in, but I'm banging away. I also grew up with the cassette tape someone gave me of a bunch of B-sides and stuff, uh, You Don't Love Me Anymore, and a bunch of, you know, strange, like, original pieces and stuff. And uh, uh, me and Stephen, uh, Stephen and I, uh, that's better, because you're an English <laughs> major, so mm -hmm. I don't want to... You're damn you. right. You're damn right, right. I am. the only people that we've met who mm -hmm. went to see UHF in the theaters while it was in the theaters for right. two weeks it was in theaters, yep. right? And yep. it was cool. Oh, God, it was pulled so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I remember talking to all my friends at school and quoting, you know, Michael Richards' lines and stuff yeah. and, and going, like, oh, you got to see this movie! Yeah, like, like, <laughs> the next week, is like, oh, where to go? Oh. I was Everyone thought I was just nuts. I was like 13, I want to say, when, I, when that movie came out, and my friend, my best friend at the time and his little sister, the three of us went there, and it was us and, like, two other, two, like, Social Security movie colors, <laughs> you know, they're just like, well, okay. Well, I remember I was, a, I was a kid, and we had, just, ah, we couldn't stop laughing. It was the best thing I'd ever seen. Well, they had yeah. the, the trailer uh, had um, Conan the Librarian right, and stuff. Right, right. And I remember being a kid and going like. 
that. That movie. That is my jam. I so want And my mom's like, no. And I'm like, oh, dude, I hate you. It's um, PG. So it's I PG, started doing it? It's like the PG-13. <laughs> no, no, I know. They just didn't want to give me whatever I wanted. No. <laughs> I think I still enjoy it to this day because okay. it, it has... Uh, it's that kind of comedy that appeals to, uh, like, the 10 to 14-year-old boy <laughs> yeah. crowd. Uh, same with Top Secret. Remember when we rewatched Top Secret the other yeah. night? And I got the same vibe. Yeah, or, like, right. some of, like, the real solid jokes that they, like, did a lot of work to commit to. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, in Top Secret, what was it? The, uh, oh, the U-boat. The station. Just, wait. Well, there was, I was thinking the, the train station that pulls away from the oh, train. Yeah. 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 The actual yeah. train right. station. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we were just marveling at, like, how much, like, set construction and <laughs> time and, like, people. You know, they all did for this one, like, had to be an eight-second joke. Yeah. But yeah. if you were, like, in, like, fourth grade, you were just like, oh! Oh, you know. I, 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 I remember that noise, but uh, it's like when they moved, <laughs> like when they moved the castle in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah, right. So, Mel Brooks, cool. same kind of thing. Master, that's I love that. Top yeah. Secret. I, I know what the most expensive scene must have been because I was watching it with you guys, and he, he turns on. He's got that magnet that's supposed to like draw a bomb yeah, to a giant it. Oh, magnet. And then you know Val Kilmer pulls the switch on. He goes, "No, don't!" And then a giant U-boat yeah. comes through the wall, like a massive wall, just to like link up to it. It's dripping water. Yeah. A guy comes out of the top of it, and it's just like it's huge. It's yeah, full scale yeah, uh, U boat. Like, for that, that, that was joke. like a scene in an yeah. airplane when the airplane yeah. came to the land, right. or two or whatever, when it came yeah. to the wall. Yeah, it was oh, huge, dude. right? Yeah. The Zucker brothers just must must have. They're like, yeah, we've got this great joke. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, you, that's the thing is you'll see plenty and plenty of parody and like these little weird movies that are trying to capture that same inanity, oh, God. but none but of them not have other movies. Well, are so, well, none of them have the, the yeah. dedication. No, they don't. They miss the point completely. Yeah, the point is to like you take a stupid joke and pour so much love and care into right. it that it comes out amazing. Right. Instead of just slinging as many stupid jokes as you possibly can and then trying to much gross money you behind out. just a reference. It's not even a joke. Like I watched a not another teen movie or something, and it literally like every every place where there should have been a joke, it was just a setup for a joke, and then they moved on. I, I, actually, not another teen movie uh, is to me a little bit of an exception. It's a lot better, I think, than like the scary movies or the. Is that uh, the one where they parodied like uh, *Lion Witch in the Wardrobe* and a couple other? Maybe no, I'm thinking no. not, not, not another teen movie. movie was that, yeah, epic movie or something yeah. that was terrible. Yeah. Not another teen movie was actually was one of the only decent okay. parody movies of that type. I still, it started a trend. And Wasn't it was the first one. I don't know, but it was one of the it was one of the ones where the material was easy enough to riff that it wasn't uh, they didn't they didn't fail at it. Yeah, like, right. it was good. I, I, yeah, well, it had who is the, the scroungy drunken dad in that? The guy who played it. He was an Independence Day as the same character as the oh, drunk Randy uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Quaid. Yeah, his character. Yeah, he's, he plays like the exact same like drunk hobo failure right. that he did in Independence Day. And yeah, it's just awesome because like he's like driving them to school blitzed and like yeah, anyway. Not another team would be actually worth a watch. Well, yeah. back to Weird Al real quick. Uh, there's a, a, a petition going around right now uh, that people can sign online uh, to have him play the halftime at the next Super Bowl. And apparently they've got at least like a million signatures on this petition so far. I don't know how far it's gone, but that's just... A million and one. <laughs> yeah, a million, million and Because two. of this podcast, a million and three. Indeed. Um, I'm not... <laughs> no, I didn't mean us. I need the two listeners. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm actually a, behind this. kind of pulling for Tori Amos. <laughs> yeah. I still year, think she's going to have her moment. I said, every year, Steve. Chris Isaac, I'm leaving this earth. 
Um, every year, every Super Bowl, Steven's like, Amos, this year. <laughs> if there's no Chris Isaac, I'm pulling a Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Heaven's Gate. We're going all in on Kool-Aid inside. I want to fall in love would be such an inappropriate halftime song. I was wondering if you could do an Isaac. There it is. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. My, um, mom, my mom was a huge fan of Chris Isaac when I was a kid, and we had this huge stereo system my dad put together. And so... My mom, who does not like loud music, would put on Chris Isaac at like <laughs> ear bending insane <laughs> levels, and you'd hear throughout the entire house that. Must <laughs> <laughs> have haunted my whole childhood. I just. What like, we did today on our party? You make me feel this way. I like what we did today, dear. dear. Make me a dream of you and I. Is that what your house sounded like from the outside? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like we had Chris Isaac trapped in a box, <laughs> torturing him to sing as loud as he could. I remember that music video. That was something sexy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, black and white with the the model. What what music videos? Okay, I got a question she for us. Eyes. I got a topic. She had eyes. What uh, music video did you have like an, a sexual awakening to? MTV's The Grind. That's exactly you know, <laughs> no MTV raps. That, that answer was wrong, but so right. Like that. That's that pretty good. Y- yes. <laughs> what, yes. That was the thirty minutes every day where I hit puberty. <laughs> <laughs> it was you ever watch MTV's The Grind? Yeah. They have this spring break edition yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. and every day I would get home from school and flip on TV, uh-huh. and like at four in the afternoon or something like that, it would just be an endless. DJ music loop of and people dancing and it was just chicks in bikinis yeah, at yeah. the beach yeah. and just constant roving footage of them. Adam, why are all the lights off? <laughs> Shut up, mom! Watching the grind. <laughs> and by the way, what a name! <laughs> exactly. MTV's the frontal assault. <laughs> they, they just called it the hand slam or something. <laughs> um, See, Dan, Dan Cortez for MTV Sports did it for me. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay, I'd just yeah. like, I'd whack off to that show. Oh, so, okay, so sexy uh, music. <laughs> That's what we were saying. Let's go back to the original topic, please. I was joking. I, sure. uh, the, en- sure. the, the En Vogue uh, video. Oh, God. Was... Never going to get it, or which one? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. We just learned. Is that the one with TLC? Uh, is it the other one? Uh, uh, what was that other video where they're all on the catwalk and they're in like the metallic? Yeah, that was what I was thinking about. That one. Uh, what song was that? That's wait. Free Your Mind. Yeah, uh, Free Your Mind. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, I love Never Gonna Get It, though. Those, the, the, they were like all in Jessica Rabbit kind of outfits oh, and like yeah, dancing yeah. around in the red. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, mine was George Michael's. Oh, God, what song is it? The one where I want the supermodels. Is that it? I, yeah. want, I want your sex? Yeah. No, are you sure? Didn't that? No, no, no. This is a much slower song than that. George Michael. It had Cindy Crawford. Yeah, all these I was about to say it. the same one. Yeah. And they're like taking baths and changing into fur clothes. And it's just like, oh, let's just watch a bunch of steamy models like around a house, like just yeah. lounging, singing to George Michaels. What is it? Oh, I'll find it. I'll find it. <laughs> I'm going to find I'll it. I'm going to myself right now. Um, it has like... I, I could start singing first. What is what is yours? Uh, yeah, well, no, that was <clears throat> mine, except for uh, same one. You guys bonded now. Yeah, well, no, actually, there. All right, so this is an older Madonna one. Do you remember the one where it was like this, like thirteen-year-old kid? He goes to like a, a peep show thing, and Madonna's in there dancing. 
like, like a Madonna video. Like she she's dressed <laughs> no, like a, a she she's dressed like a stripper, and like it's one of those peep show places, like strip clubs, where the you know the window comes up. Yeah. And she's like dancing garter belts and everything. Is that like church? Because I've only ever been to church. I want to go to your church. <laughs> no, he's talking about a one dollar every three minutes. The slide comes up, and then you get. To, anyway, go ahead. Oh, I get it. Uh, free, freedom was the name of that. George. That's okay. I was gonna say. Yeah, that. I don't even remember that. Oh, dude, we'll watch it afterwards. We'll touch yourself. <laughs> okay, we'll all hold hands and other parts. But uh, yeah, like this Madonna one, which no one remembers but me. Is, <laughs> it has a whole which part. Which one is it? Like. Uh, he, he doesn't know the lyrics or any the part lyrics. of the song. He just knows what happens on loop physically. There are all the big thing about it is there like this thirteen year old kid this who's watching her or whatever and at the end he like like she kisses him or something like that and it's kinda like, Oh, I wish I was that you know, like and, you know, Right. Yeah. I wish I was getting Molested Open by Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Open there you your go. heart or yep. cherish. It, it created a whole section of porn. Where it's people who pretend that they're 13 years this, old. This is the, oh, that's the one, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's porn's gotten so specific these days. I like a wiper board, wiper marker uh, scent porn. That's good stuff. Is that rule 34 or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's what it is for me. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, it's just shut up, shut up. Uh, yeah, speaking of uh, the uh, more unsavory side of life and Madonna and whatnot. Uh, you know, we don't get very topical with the news, and we're not going to, but uh, we do know that things happen out there in the outside world, and uh, it makes us reflect on our own incidents. Uh, so, I don't know, like, just uh, wondering if anybody had any past, like, brushes with the law that, uh, you know, they wanted to share with me right now. <laughs> or, and a group of people. Uh, I, I've had several brushes with the law, but one of the ones that... Uh, Don't try to impress me. No, I, I'm a hardcore criminal. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've killed many bugs. <laughs> all right, so... Um, <laughs> my first murder. <laughs> it all started. But, um, I was... Uh, actually, the one that sticks out for me is when I didn't do anything wrong. I was walking down um, in Santa Rosa, if you were from Santa Rosa, down to Pacific and Humboldt. But... Um, this cop car came screeching down the road. I'm just walking down the street, like on my way home to my, you know, my apartment. Um, and a cop car screeches to a halt, cuts off in front of me, like literally jumps the curb and blocks me from walking. And the guy gets out, runs at me, tackles me, throws me to the ground, starts to cuff me and throw me against the car. I mean, I've done nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the heck is going on? And he's just yelling at me, like, nonstop, like a flurry of words, but none of them are, like, specifically, like, what have you done? It's just like, get in the car, don't say a word, be quiet. And, and I'm like, what's, what? And so after he's, like, thrown me around, um, he starts, like, searching me and stuff. Once again, no warning, no dialogue, nothing. Sure. Uh, and finally, I'm like, dude, 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 what is this about? <clears throat> and he says, hang on. And he gets on his radio. So I guess what had happened is that there had been a robbery in that area. And what they said was they got a description, like an APB out on some guy who matched my description. <clears throat> so he calls in to get clarification on the description. <laughs> the guy's like 5'5", five, five, blonde, and clean shaven. I wonder how many people that cop took down that day. <laughs> like, like you know, it's, are you blonde? He's like, are you blonde? Damn it, Ted, number seven. This is the seventh one. 
Was it at least a guy this time? <laughs> so to clarify, I'm so tackling ta- 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 yeah. a Labrador. Planner box. At least he's getting closer. It's a dude. So to clarify, I'm well above 5'5". Five five. I'm not blonde and not clean shaven at all. He's none of those things. Yeah. Uh, so the guy calls it in and you can see this moment of like, oh, I messed up. And he, like, literally just reaches over and starts to uncuff me. And I'm like, dude, what is your problem? And he's like, sorry, we had a reading. He explains it to me. And I'm like, and he gives me the description. And I said, does that look like me at all? Yeah. And he's like, sorry, you're in the neighborhood, you know, da 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 <laughs> And he apologizes to me. And I'm like, ask for his badge number. I get his card. And I'm like, dude, like, not cool. And so he finally lets me go. And I walk on down the street. And I'm like, man, can you believe that? Like, I was, I was like fired up. I was like, this is not okay. I am just walking down, not doing a thing wrong. Oh, wait, I weed my sock. Nice. <laughs> totally like, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, chance you had for like a political platform, <laughs> just go, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, I can picture that. Maybe it's that guy's, you know, it's his first week or something, so he's just like really trigger happy, you know, and it's just like, as soon as he gets a call, he just runs towards the first body he sees yeah. and tackles it. What's going on? Get down! <laughs> are you are you the problem? Two, two eleven in progress. And he just tackles it. The dog. shooting happened in Santa Rosa. We're in Petaluma right now. Why are you? Yeah. Just everybody on the ground. Everybody within my eyesight on the ground. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> just waving the gun around. <laughs> Someone's gonna be a criminal. <laughs> One of you has got to be a criminal. <laughs> I'll find you. I know the statistics. Take your clothes off. Everyone, take your clothes off. Yeah. The entire food court is under arrest. <laughs> uh, so anyone else have an interesting brush with the law? Uh, never. I, I, I've really? never been caught. That's just, that's, you, you've ever been pulled over or harassed? I, or? I've done tons of shit. <laughs> yeah, you got a look in your eyes right now. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know I, was, I was speeding down, down the freeway with no hands on the wheel on acid just a few days ago. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I dare the law to catch me every day. <laughs> and yet they have not. You guys just don't, don't get caught. Live. That's my secret, you know? <laughs> Well, you know, one time. Thanks, Matt Lux. I'm saying, I what's did... your new address? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Please did... continue clearly into the microphone. Uh, I, I threw a cigarette butt out my window one time on a rainy day. On acid! And it wasn't even. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, a, a cigarette butt. Yeah. Cigarette threw a cigarette butt out the window on a rainy day out the, across from the junior college, and uh, this cop pulled me over and gave me a bunch of shit and a ticket. And, um, and so I, I go to court, and my mom comes with me. And they're about to leave. Wait, they're, how recent is this? Was, this was, I was 16, 17. Oh. I, I got pulled over with you once, actually. 60, 70 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I had my mom come with me to every legal proceeding. Right. Well, my mom decided to come with me. I don't know if she was required to. Was she, was I was she representing you? Or not. <laughs> <laughs> and Your she, Honor. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. She came to help, apparently, and uh, they were going to let me off. Like, they weren't going to give me anything. I just showed up. And she said, Your Honor, she stood up, Your Honor, no. can you make it so that if he's ever caught smoking again before the age of 18, he has his license pulled? Oh. And they go, yeah. And so they do that. Oh, my God. Oh, right. man, your mom is. Wow. Dude, Ooh. that is harsh. She also, she also, I, I know she's never going to listen to this, so uh, <laughs> uh, she Thanks also, Lord. A, a friend of mine sold me weed in high school, and I put it in my jacket pocket. And I found it. Location. Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll look on Facebook. I'll say that. Um, 
anyways, he was a good friend of mine, like, gave me a little tiny bit of weed, and I kept it in my jacket pocket. My parents went through my jacket in my room, found it, confronted me about it. Like, they sat me down, told me, well, people don't know what's in weed still, and, you know, there's all these things. Like, that <laughs> no, are, no, Dad, they do. do. <laughs> no, well, this is, I was, again, 17, 18 or something. You're back, man. I was 16. <laughs> and uh, and they, they say, who gave it to you? Who gave it to you? And I, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say. I don't, and they, they finally, after, like, 20 minutes, just drag it out of me. I'm like, oh, they my broke friend, you. my friend Chris. And so they go, oh, okay. And then the next day, my mom calls the cops, has him pulled out of class. No. What? Wow. Yeah. Pulled out of class like for the selling weed to students. Wow. Oh, my God. Right. Wow. Yeah. And he was, like, my best friend at the time. And, like, he didn't talk anymore. For months and months after that. Just I mean, remember, Matt Longsong's day, rat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Son of Dark. Yeah. And, you know, but I'm thinking, like, well, you know, Maybe they'll go easier on all of us, you know. That she's not going to do anything like call the cops on him in the middle of class and have him dragged out by a cop. How crazy would she? <laughs> wow. My uh, my dad, my parents caught me. They found uh, two water pipes and a sack in my bedroom, and I came home from my little after school job at the grocery store, and uh, it was really quiet. And like in my house, you walk like into the front door, through the living room, and then the next room to the kitchen, but you can't see the kitchen. So I walk in, and like there on an end table, like presented, like as if my mom was decorating. Yeah, exactly. It looked like Exhibit A. It was just like a tall bong, a little bong, and like weed all laid out of ice. And uh, Stephen. Yes, exactly. It spells your name I and your family. But that's what they said from the other room. Steven. <laughs> I'm just like looking at this stuff like, hey, you know, and they were like, went through the whole thing. They had a similar reaction. They said, I can't believe you would do this. You could have an allergic reaction and die. And I tried super hard not to laugh. <laughs> so hard. I was like, you know, what's going to happen? Right, right. And then the greatest you thing. You could never have had an allergic reaction yet. All the times you've done it, and yet you could still have an allergic reaction to... Yeah, mom, at this point, I'm pretty much at expert level. I'm I'm pretty (laughs) confident there's no reaction other than the one I expect. Yeah, no, I have a little tail now. That's it. It's great. Uh, But (laughs) women love it. Women love my little weed tail. Uh, No, like, so they they, they said, okay, well, you know, like, after this whole spiel and lecture, and just really trying to make me feel bad about myself, they said, okay... Throw it all in the trash. And so I threw it all in the kitchen garbage can. You know? And then, like, as part of my chores, because I was, you know, like 17 or whatever, I said, take out the garbage. <laughs> like, take out the garbage. I'm like, just looking at them kind of, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I took out the garbage. I took it all out. Right. I, like, set it in another garbage can. <laughs> and then I just, the next morning, woke up early, right. put it in my backpack, and left. And I was like, don't keep it at the house. Lesson learned. Lesson Thank learned. you. <laughs> like, yeah. That was was my biggest brush with the law. Am I the only one whose parents actually knew how weed and other drugs (laughs) were? Oh, my parents were incredibly naive. They still are. Well, even Matlock's sounded like they didn't quite uh, understand it, you know, or or at least They've been around drugs. Like, they were on radio in the 70s and 80s. We're we're all high right now. Coke and weed and all that stuff, but... Well, they they didn't do it, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's my thinking. Sure, <laughs> that they did a little bit. They did everything, but they me. haven't been too forthcoming yeah. about what they've done with me. But well, it's like when I got, you know, uh, I think uh, reprimanded one time for for having indulged in pot. Like my parents weren't, you know, they didn't have any fantasies that like it was going to do something terrible to me. 
they were just like, don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, they, they, they didn't have like incoherent warnings that don't make sense. Right. They just were like, don't smoke pot. It's, you know, my, my mom gave it's, me it's a lazy drug people. She gave me a, a very deep, deep talk. Um, I believe I was, it was like sophomore year of high school for me, um, which I spent mostly baked out of my mind. Like, that's when I was really smoking a ton of weed uh, and continued. But um, during sophomore year, like, it was just nonstop. And I remember this, like, my, my mom, like, uh, like had this chat. I was, like, doing the dishes. And uh, she stopped me and she, she, she says, Joe, you know, uh, doing pot is bad. I said, uh-huh. And that was the top. That was the top. Nice. Doing drugs is wrong. <laughs> right on, man. Well, you, I talked to him about it. You don't, you don't smell my room from here, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Neglect is awesome. That's that's the most stoic parent drug talk I've ever heard. Oh, my, par- my parents are totally right-wing, like, uh, Catholic. Like, it's perfect, because it's like, if we don't act like there's a problem, there's no problem at all. Right. Uh, I remember, well, my parent, my mom was in denial. I mean, she knew all about drugs, and her and my dad had done a ton of, you know, everything. And uh, when I got, actually, uh, what, what happened was I, I smoked cigarettes. So when I was, like, 15, 16, because uh, of Matlock, I smoked. And uh, <laughs> uh, you didn't even know what they were. Yeah, I was like, what is this device? Um, but so <laughs> Matlock's all, this is a gun. Well, Matt, Matlock, you were probably there. There were plenty of times at my parents' house, like for my birthday or something like that, our friends would be over, and we'd all be out like on the smoking. porch smoking. Yeah. And my mom would come out, and I would just palm it or put it down. But right. I never made like a very clear effort to be like, you know, oh, I'm not smoking. Like right. I, I basically smoked in front of them. I just didn't like take a drag in their face. Yeah. And for like two years, I coasted by with them never saying a word about it. And I kind of thought, okay, maybe we have an understanding. Were they just oblivious? Well, I, I guess so, because like there was times when my mom like walked out and I was holding a cigarette and I just pushed it in your hand, like, here you go, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, and then one day I got out of the car and a pack of cigarettes falls out of my pocket and lands in the chair. So I turn around, grab my backpack, and there's my mom staring at the cigarettes, me staring at the cigarettes. Yeah. And, you know, there was no lie left, and she was just like, oh, really? And I was like, really? Like, are you surprised? <laughs> and she's like, when did this start? I was like, three years ago. <laughs> and she's like, when did this yeah, start? she was so taken aback that she hadn't realized it. She didn't even get mad. She was I'm a like, terrible parent. Yeah, she was just like, don't, oh, okay, bye. I'm a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think a mother's disappointment is her. Yeah, it's a pretty devastating weapon. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I guess I can have another kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, or like things, like things that my mom. I remember occasionally said to me in high school, like, "No, it's fine. You made your choice." <laughs> You're just wow. like, oh, is she Jewish? Man. No, that's no, that's she still rough. Is not. She's Catholic. You've made your well, wrong yeah, choice. Well, you've decided to fail in life. Uh, <laughs> I'm verbally a man. I can do to yeah. pull you out of the abyss you've chosen <clears throat> to dive into. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You made your bed. Now you yeah, can lie in it. Yeah. I I wonder if I would have done uh, e cigs when I was uh, in high school. I smoked like a like a like a bat out of hell. <laughs> that's, smoked, that's not a saying. Like a kid who smokes. I smoked <laughs> cigarettes like a like a guy in a '50s sitcom in 
Dude, right? Bicycle. When you're just, young, when you're young and invincible, like you oh don't you don't care. You don't even think about it. When you get yeah. older and you're gonna quit and all that, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do a pack a day. When I was young, I was like, I just bet you I can do forty. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are these filters doing on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I smoke non-filters. I smoke Camel Wides. Right. I smoke Menthol. It was like I had an agenda. Like I'm gonna get cancer by twenty. But I tried. Filterless Menthol cloves. That's what I smoke. <laughs> yeah, cloves, right? Um, oh yeah. When I when I lived up in uh, Humboldt county for a few years uh it seemed to be like a competition amongst like the hippie tobacco smokers to get like just as as raw as possible right. like, just like just they, like they drinking put, like who can who can drink like the the harshest straightest al- alcohol right same I mean, kind of thing right. like they'd bum a cigarette <laughs> you'd give them a cigarette and they'd rip the filter off and throw it away and you'd what, what are you doing when <laughs> they chuck half a bottle of ether and rye <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> like light the tobacco in their hand and just inhale. <laughs> this is the most pure. Don't cough. Don't cough. And they punch themselves in the mouth. Pass it out. Hold it in. Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot of. Uh, we saw what Godzilla last night. That was pretty insane. Starring action, uh, action hero action Matthew superstar. Broderick. Uh, yes. Matthew Broderick. Man so of action. Uh, but there's quite a bit of. Uh, uh, comic book movies actually go around right now. What's the Galaxy of Guardians? Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. Sounds like a flu. You bet. It's a, yeah. lot of, a lot of uh, action movies going around right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, People are catching them left and right. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was pretty awesome. I wanted to see right. that. You Which know, actually, I think the soundtrack to that, speaking of Billboard, like high charting, <coughs> the soundtrack to that's like super selling like hits of the seventies, right? Well, yeah. I, was, I heard uh, somebody talking about that the other day. That like, uh, like yeah, these like kind of corny bubblegummy hits from like the 70s and stuff are now super popular again uh yeah like the uga shaka song is on it right. i guess so yeah uh you know i love that writer director james gunn uh he he the first movie i saw that he did was called the specials and had rob lowe and uh, uh kitty from arrested development what's her name oh that blonde girl right right i never uh, got around to seeing this yeah cheryl carol on archer she's in it um mm. Uh, he did a. I think his first movie was for Troma. It was called uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Right. That he, yeah, he was an intern and he like wrote that for free. Right, and then they they made that. He made the specials, and then after that, he made the new Dawn of the Dead uh, remake, which I really enjoyed. The one with the running zombies, like yeah, the first right. running zombie movie. I think it might have been <laughs> no, it was twenty one. days later. What was that? Ving it was the one in the mall. Yeah, yeah, in the mall. Yeah, that was, uh, was that's the only good. zombie movie that kind of scared me. Because of the running thing. Yeah, it's, good, it's good, good sense of humor, too. There's also Rob. a zombie baby in it. No. Uh, he did a movie called Slither. Oh, yeah. Slither. That, that had, uh, what's his name, Nathan Fillion in it, right? Oh, was he in that? Oh, look at him. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then this one, and I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm a big fan oh, of Oh, well, you so. should see it, because it's, it's uh, really funny, really well done, really well paced. He's always got a great sense of humor. He does have a great sense of humor, and it's like it's dark and it's sarcastic. It's mm-hmm. much more like the kind of comic book movie I'd like to see right. more of. Yeah, it seems like my tone for a comic book film. Well, I, I think the interesting thing is like when that movie was like coming out and people were talking about it is that when it comes to Marvel comics and stuff, like they're out like the space stuff is kind of the most hokey kind of like yeah. kind of stuff. It's right. like so everyone heard example? Guardians of the Galaxy and we're like, okay, a talking raccoon and all this stuff. Right. And how are they gonna pull this off? And then you see that trailer and the whole trailer just says, We're doing it. This is crazy, this is stupid. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. Right. Talking raccoon, right there. What yeah, does yeah. he have? Gun. Yeah. He's on a tree. Suck it. Yeah. Like that's what that whole trailer says. And right. it's just like 
sold, I'm in. Right, right. It's like, like it was done by Sam Peckinpah or something. Yeah, and I mean, it's got, uh, like, the trailer has, uh, what's uh, the, uh, the guy's name who did uh, Tim and Eric, uh, who was the, the doctor guy? John C. Riley. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Doctor. He, he, yeah, he was in more in the trailer than he was in the damn movie. Yeah, well, I'm sure, but I mean, like, that's a genius move to be like. By the way, Giants, Johnson, Johnson right. Right. He's he's down. Down. You know what we're doing? Yeah, yeah he's you know? down. Obviously, it's a good. You know, he yeah, doesn't put his name on just yeah, that. right. And that's so usually kidding. when he puts his name on something, it's good. Yeah. No, I mean his brand of humor. I, find uh, I, I respect love so much. Doctor Steve Brule, if you ever watch, check it out—the oh, yeah. spin-off show from Tim and Eric. That's mm-hmm. just him and his character. It's oh, one yeah. of my favorite shows. Ever. I, I like it better than the Tim and Eric. Show. He commits so yeah. he commits so wholeheartedly to that character and gets in that mindset. You can tell he's just like he is that character the whole time he's he's doing it, you know, oh, yeah. interviewing people, and he doesn't drop it. And it's like it's really it's great acting. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, actor. He was an actor first, first. Oh, well, like, well, right. What's he stock, he's like a stock guy director for that one director who did like Boogie Nights and all that. Oh yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. who's another great director. We were talking about uh, um, uh, superhero movies though, uh, and I was just got me thinking like you know the whole fantasy of these like you know, Guardians of the Galaxy right. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, just superhuman powers, right? But. Uh, is kind of thinking, trying to think of like what would be some of the more worst or bad uh, superpowers, superpowers that one could inherit from alien parents or worst <laughs> to radiation or a bad meal at the buffet. I don't, I don't read a lot of comic books, yeah, so I'm not sure what the tropes yeah, are. World getting a superpower. superpower. Yeah, what, what would the worst superpower be? I, I, be? Think, I think we talked about. We may have uh, talked about this in the past, but I, I think one of the. The ones is like you can make yourself invisible, but it's only your lower half, right? <laughs> That's uh, oh, lower yeah. half invisible man. What about the the inability to control your erections in public? <laughs> That's just, just a teenage boy. That's yeah, 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 all that joke rolling. Sign yeah. me up for super. How about, how, about, how about the ability to constantly control your erection? Hey, that now that's a superpower. Ron that's, Jeremy is a superpower. Yeah, yeah, he is. Ten. Yeah, nine, just up eight. or down on instant command and yeah. keep it that way until you don't. Then you have a career. Control yeah, right. he's going to finish. For that's that, so for, amazing. We'll call me. that Peter North syndrome. Yeah. I guess. For the benefit of the populace. <laughs> I do this for you, man. <laughs> and he raised the flag. <laughs> exactly. Steven, your, your superpower in the last show was that you, you were so fertile you couldn't even shake hands. <laughs> well, how, about, uh, how about you can run faster than any human being, but only by about two miles an hour. <laughs> like you, can, you can outrun like Just Usain slightly. Bolt, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Not super speed. Yeah, like 16 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> only for really, really fast for a human. Really, he's really there. Or what if, like, what if you like, like sprinter. your superpower would be like uh, some impossible typing speed? And then so you would just become the most glorified typist. And you're you like, in three you know, rooms at once. Yeah, and you'd be like trying to talk like comic book writers and writing about your adventures, and they're all, there's just nothing there. The typist, <laughs> the stenographer. It's impressive what you do. Your workload is in <laughs> words per minute. But deals with stress really well, guy. Um, oh, no, like, or, or like, what, what if it was a terrible version of a great superpower? Like, you could fly... But only ten feet off the ground, no, like, ten, <laughs> uh, like ten inches off the ground. Like if uh, you, you, you could just glide. Right. You could jump up and get stuck in the air for two minutes. How about you could jump really high, but you have no mechanism to land? <laughs> 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 so, uh, coming down, coming down. 
So you're essentially in a wheelchair. <laughs> at some point, real soon. You got to do it near a pad. or you're <laughs> That's so sad. You're you just a in, in your wheelchair for the rest of your life. I had a superpower. There's a video of me jumping over the Golden Cape Bridge. <laughs> what about really specific superpowers? Like the ones that are really handy, but only in very specific situations. Like, like unbreakable uh, fingernails. Like uh, the ability to relieve sinus pressure. <laughs> It's like you're like the Jesus of sinuses. Captain Advil. Like during allergy season, you're all in demand. Yeah. Right. It's the Claritex. Touch me, touch me. Yeah, there's just a line of gross, sick people waiting for you. Yeah, well, that'd be the worst, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of stories about people who have healing powers. As soon as you can heal almost anything, then all of a sudden the entire world, sick and poor, come flocking to you, you know? What if you could only cure specific things like erectile dysfunction or or the common cold? But you can catch it. <laughs> to cure it, to cure it, you gotta get it. <laughs> I can only cure eczema on twenty-year-old women. But every time, but every time it works. There's a very an incredibly intricate method I deliver my healing. That's right. It involves a private booth, a camera, and a super lotion. We, we need a whole Avengers parody team. Self-lubricating man. <laughs> Hawkeye. Pat, Pat never blows no. off, dude. I have the superpower of never getting thirsty. <laughs> I can still die from dehydration. I'm but just, just never get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remind myself all the time. It's, it's actually it's quite actually, a nuisance. Yeah. Well, it's like those people who can't feel pain, you know? It's like you think you're like right on, but like they have to live in constant paranoia. Yeah. They, Every day they gotta check bruises, broken bones, and everything. Right. So I, I can't, I, I I can't feel too. emotional pain. So I can just get that's, assaulted. Yeah. And that's just called being from the Midwest. It's called being made of iron. Yeah. <laughs> so tough. You, you sound so convincing. I'm so tough. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big man. Made I'm, of iron. I'm, you know, I'm emotionally hands like leather. Like you know what I mean? All I know like, is murder. I got <laughs> I got leather hands just, made of leather. I'm a science guy. <laughs> um, I'd like the superpower to be able to like shop at places after they've closed. <laughs> Everything you buy is on sale. <laughs> like people just appear to serve you at the window. It's like, oh hi, we're open again right now. They're confused, oh, too. Like, why am I here? It's <laughs> and then they just go back to bed. <laughs> so the comic book scene is like a late dinner, and like, oh, I only got a spatula. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> we can go to spatula city. But Sears is closed. Oh, no, it's not. Is it? Is, is it? it? <laughs> he, ma he makes a lot of money on dare, so... <laughs> And like the so you magically make salespeople appear. Right. They just appear, and so they just hate you. No, right. what if it, no, they don't know. They're just like, oh shit, I'm. A, pardon me, they were work. You know, what if it was like one phantom salesman who appears at any location to service it's you? It's just like, oh the yeah, same ghost to who's like who gets drawn to you to service you. Right, and that's what like a service yeah. demon. Yeah. yeah, service demon. There you go. Like he's that would be a cool sidekick too. Yeah, right, yeah, service yeah. demon. Yeah, I need you. Got a, we got a good superhero. Do you want fries with that? I hate you. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> and you still have to pay. You still have to pay for the food. Or, or what? Or what? Yeah. That makes it even worse. <laughs> it's like service no, demon. Your existence is so inane. <laughs> I was a pharaoh from my country. <laughs> Thousands of years ago, I was cursed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in another dimension, I was an ice demon. <laughs> no, I must serve poor white people. Now I just go and get you typing paper <laughs> for all your typing. My name is Amazon. Ah, <laughs> my name is Amazon. 
episode. You know, uh, we're here at KWTF 88.1 FM, Bodega Bay. We, sure we are. are opposing media podcastaways, and uh, every show we like to turn our attention towards sports. So once again, fans, it's another rousing couple of barely able to make it minutes of sports being talked about by four men who know nothing about sports. Joe, take it away. I heard that uh, rugby is a game. I heard today. that too. I heard it's rough. Uh, yeah. What is the uh, season for rugby? I is believe it when it's uh, March. All right. Mm. So March seeing the rugby month. Yes. <laughs> I've heard rugby are ripe in March. With home, I think it's home touchdowns, home mm. touch kicks. I know that their their football looks really puffed up. Like it looks like a football <laughs> that like slated. Yeah, like oh, at yeah. any minute. Like a softball of a football. Is there a, right. is there a Super Bowl equivalent for rugby? I like, uh, do, they, do they have the mild is it, bowl? I think it's or, the Uber Bowl or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the punch you in the face. Right, bowl. yeah, it's the Uber Bowl sponsored by domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. It, it's, it's what a sport, really. I mean, like... By they, your Uncle Joe. <laughs> that's the whole thing about rugby like that they pride themselves on is they're like, no, we don't wear pads. Yeah. We just injure ourselves. Sponsored by horizontal striped shirts. We're not worried about Exactly. We wear these really plucky sailor type shirts with like <laughs> rubber buttons and white collars, but then we just beat the living crap out of each other. Like, well, you know, with a ball. They're, not, they're not worried about ruining their teeth or anything. No, the ball is an afterthought. <laughs> It's, you know what it is? It's people who want to be... It's an excuse to fight. It is an excuse yeah. to fight. It's people who want to be in an angry mob every Sunday right. at a given day Maybe time. they're compensating. Maybe their sport's kind of girly and they realize that. Mm. And then they're well, they, to they like, had to make up Look at cricket. how much blood I'm covered in after my game. Like, it's obviously a very manly sport. Right. I think right. I think right. Adam's on to something. Yeah, they, had, they had to make up for cricket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. like, guys, guys, we need something way the other direction. Yeah. yeah. Or you're going to be the pansy something. <laughs> well, I, I thought Rodney was say, Australian. Uh, I don't know where it came from. So I it's a they criminal play, activity. They play it a lot. <laughs> exactly you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, criminal sort of it. And, uh, yeah. Giant island full of criminals. At halftime, they shoot the worst performing player, and then everyone yells out their credit card number. It's really quite <laughs> odd. There's no racism against Australians. There just isn't. I, I have it. I do too. I hate, I hate them like with every fiber of my yeah, being. I'm glad if, we finally got this. If you meet right? if you meet an Aussie, you'll hate him. Right. <laughs> oh gosh, just the the enthusiasm in a typical Australian person's voice is nauseating. You know what I mean? Like, can you I, imagine I, a, how a, do you mean? Like an agent, like if you like go to the market and like an Australian person is checking you out, and it's paper or plastic? You shut up! God, what's so exciting? I never Stop learned it. whispering in Australia. Well, yes. Yeah. That, that's how we all met, though, wasn't it? Like, we all found out that we had a, a combined hatred of Australia. Well, actually, how it was, you all had the combined hatred. I told you all I was 118th Australian, beat the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe segued into I want to bomb Sydney, and then we all went like, yeah! yeah. yeah. Right? And then right. we did. <laughs> that big white thing yeah. on the water? It's, right. it's an opera house oh, right here. It's all not anymore, though. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, I'll be singing their last song. Yeah, yeah. Coming over here. Cr- crikey, huh? Coming, <laughs> coming over here, acting in all our movies, not <laughs> using their native accents. Being all uh, Dundee with their crocodiles. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, Paul Hogan can just go 
wherever he is now. <laughs> All Hogan deserves what he got, which is obscurity. <laughs> uh, didn't we watch Crocodile Dundee recently? And yeah, like, yeah. we noticed that Crocodile Dundee is actually a douchebag. <laughs> like, yeah. he's like trying to show her that he knows what time it is because of the sun, but he's got a watch on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's right. Right. If you yeah. go back and watch he's that a tall slime ball. and take away some of the context, yeah, he's sort of like a womanizing D-bag. <laughs> right. And he like, you know, gets into fights and roughs people up and wastes drugs and like he yeah. basically just like assholes through like the whole. <laughs> he is, he is. He, he like gets by on his rural charm to the point where you're just like, but you're just being a dick. What you do is not okay. You know, if you take away the accent, you're just a douchebag. Yeah, yeah right. You've been wearing the same snakeskin vest for like months. If Channing Tatum played in Crocodile, you you can't tell me that's not a re reboot right there. Oh, Channing Tatum is Crocodile So that so happens. Is he Australian? He is now. They have enough Australians play Americans that we can finally do it back to them. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. And we want to thank you. That's sports with Opposing Media's podcast ways. Tune in next time for another riveting sports segment when we talk about sports the best we can by relating it to Hollywood. And we'll always get back to Crocodile Dundee. Four guys are doing about sports. You're welcome. There you go. Just big old effeminate. You're welcome. Uh... Everybody. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, everyone's off key, but it's a weird. I think a miracle just happened. Are you, are you on a C or <laughs> is that a sharp? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the B sharp. Uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, everybody. Uh, the big, the big cash in uh, that uh, everybody's dreaming about, besides a lottery ticket these days, seems to be coming up with an app that'll make you the. You know what I mean? It seems to be like the big sweepstakes of 2014. You just come up with an app that works, boom, you don't have to worry the rest of your life. (laughs) And I was trying to think of like apps that there should never be. Like there should never be an app for murder. Like that's like the third time I've said murder in this podcast. Don't let it. I'm cool. So it's so, cool. So yeah, apps they shouldn't make is what we're right. Anyway, sorry, I got I got I got worried about me. But yeah, exactly. Like like are they trying to think of an app like that, like, like, like the rapist be. assistant. Was <laughs> somebody here telling me that, that somebody killed a person and then asked Siri where's a good place to hide a body? Oh, there was a news article recently, although it turned out to be false. What happened was is that their Siri actually used to have a response to Siri, where do I hide a body? It and it would say like, oh, quarries, swamps, creeks. It, right. As a joke, it would respond. Yeah. Well, some guy actually did kill his roommate and did bury him. And on his phone, they found what they thought was a Siri log of him actually asking, where do I hide the body? And it was incredibly damning. But they realized later that it was actually a screenshot downloaded from the internet of someone else oh. demoing that feature on Siri. Right. So, let's <laughs> check your time. The, um, um, the police and everyone is not good with technology. Here. I know, right? Uh, no, that's just an image, sir. It <laughs> says it right here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They a lot of something. A lot of court cases are, are fumbled uh, by a misunderstanding. Yeah, of by a bunch of people who are like in their sixties, going, "I, you touch the phone and it says things." <laughs> Where's the keyboard? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, like, 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 like an app for dialing a phone number. 
they do have that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a phone app. What about uh, an app that goes through all your apps and tells you which ones are out of date and just automatically deletes them? That, that like actually anything exists. that you don't use. Something that like deletes all your apps that you don't use off your phone? On, on Android, you can get app managing apps. All right. Which is, to me, the, the fourth wall just shattering. Will it like download apps for you that yeah. you may like? You, you, can get, you can actually, uh, it's, I, I know we're trying to think of stuff they shouldn't do, and they actually already have some right. of these. But there are it's apps hard. I shouldn't have done it. There are apps recommended by your location, and there are apps recommended based on your other app choices, where they will recommend them, and in some cases, download them for you. So if you're in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> so rescue apps. You know, like maybe, yeah. See, that could be... Inflatable raft app. Here you go. How to make one out of nothing. Nothing. Air. Desalination app. So, once again, though, apps that shouldn't exist. Let's see. How to breathe. Sure. I can see one backfiring really bad. It's like, you know, they have the website where you find out where, like, sex offenders are and whatever. Like, and so, like, someone would be like, oh, an app where you can find where they are, except... Sex offenders would find that and be like, fresh ground, like looking for where they can go. Well, no, they should have a, uh, they should cross a dating app with a sex offender app called the Offender Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so you can defeat. <laughs> there you go. I'm I a genius at all. Offender Tinder. Offender Tinder. Uh, <laughs> com. Um, I'm going to go buy that. <sighs> what about an app that just gives you a destination? Like a random destination. <laughs> yeah. Go to like, I don't have anything to do. Three five zero one Ohio. Hey. You know. Oh, here I am. Three five zero one Ohio. What's next? Phone. <laughs> Space. <laughs> Space. <laughs> the middle of the ocean. You've got to rent a boat. Drive out there. Uh, yes, I made it. How about, right. how about an app that guesses answers to your questions, but with no context whatsoever? <laughs> so you ask I it any question. that. Like what's three times twenty-eight? Purple? Like yes. <laughs> I think that would sell. A I random, actually thought a random that answer app just for the sake of the entertainment. Just for the sake of the entertainment. It would. Yeah. All, right, all you'd right. have to do is just be like you know. Directions to 7-Eleven. Rubber duck left chicken goose pie. You know, you're all, but I'm just trying to stop yelling at me. Like, yeah. Just trying to be helpful. Yeah, just crippled Siri is what we really want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Siri, autistic Siri. Yeah. Well, there's some like Siri replacement. I mean, like there's Siri competition now. Did you hear the radio commercial for that? Uh, well, there's been a lot of apps that are trying. I mean, actually, Microsoft has Cortana, which is their version of Siri. That's what it is. Yeah. And I heard a commercial for it. And it's like, Cortana, tell me how to get to the flower store. And Cortana says it. And then Siri's <laughs> like, on your wife, flower man. store. Like they make Siri sound all stupid. And at the end, Siri's like, now that is a smartphone. And I was just so... What does Cortana sound like? Uh, well, you know, it's based on the girl, the AI helper from Halo. I knew it. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it's actually her voice, but, um, uh, well, wait, once again, bad, terrible app ideas. Let's see. Um, sure. an app on how to install apps. How about an app, <laughs> an app for picking out the right kind of typewriter? Mm. How about a Logan's Run app? And when you turn forty, then it just blinks red and uh, <laughs> and signifies you. everyone. It just pings everyone in your location. <laughs> everyone like, starts yelling. He's over forty. Why did I install this? <laughs> it starts chiming. Renew. <laughs> uh, 
out, out of date facts, facts that are no longer true. <laughs> like it's old no, world is flat. It's all it's all records. It's all the last records that were topped, like the Guinness Book of Old World Records. Yeah. Like, there's always the one. fastest human beings ever run. Nine. Nine is How about this almanac app? Probably, <laughs> probably is. Yeah. 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 That could work. What about uh, an app for like the worst restaurants in an area? So like as a dare, like the app, like you'd be like, hey, most incidents of food poisoning cross-referenced and, by yeah, yeah. closed for health reasons. Yeah, exactly. Terrible customer service. Part of town. Yeah, you'd be like, Siri, I'm in the tenderloin. Where can I find a nice piece of fish? <laughs> Behind you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a loaded question. Where Sarah, Sarah would just be like, oh, there's, there's Sarah's a, like, that's a trap. Are you serious? There's a bus stop a little ways from you, <laughs> where you can find fish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, does Sarah know where fish is in town? How about hot dog stand and street vendors indexed? <laughs> that I would use. Yeah, which yeah, I, like because I like a bit a good BWHD. What is what is okay, that? Okay, that's not allowed to say on the radio. Is that the Wahaha? What does it mean? Ah, yeah, that's definitely not appropriate. That's for a good you. good thing anytime. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Isn't it? White. Okay, never mind. <laughs> big, white, big white hanging duck. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Big white ah, hanging duck. Seamless, sir. Seamless. Thank I'll be here so all night. Thanks. <laughs> well, uh, big white hard. Duck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that brings us to our conclusion. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, we didn't even any... mention that Robin Williams died this week. Uh, he's probably we, fine. Yeah, I think he's okay. I think it's just a hoax. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> too, too soon. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite Robin Williams movie? Real uh, Fisher King. Fisher King. Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Oh, God. Probably Hook or Dead Poet Society. Everybody's saying Hook. I don't know why. Dead Poets Society, it. like, it's really great, but it's so depressing, like, I can't watch it that often. Yeah, right. Also, what dreams make comedy? Oh, I used to love that. Uh, I, I cry like go. a baby at that movie. You cry like a baby. He, he makes, like, he makes a smile. Robin Williams has this thing he does uh, where he smiles and he, and oh, he, he frowns. Sad smile. smile. Yeah, 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 a sad, sad smile. smile. Right. Yeah. It's, and, you know, and he's got, if you watch any of his performances now, you can see, like, the pain underneath, like, all of his smiling. Like, even when he's happy in a movie, he's supposed to be happy. It's still like a pained, happy face he's doing. So, but regardless, uh, yeah, that that movie, he smiled, cry smiles at one point, <laughs> and it just like dripped tears yeah. out of my eyes. Oh, no. Did you guys ever watch any of his dark movies, like One Hour Photo? Oh, or yeah, that? yeah, that, that was like the uh, one without Pacino. Uh, Insomnia, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was by the Memento. One, uh, yeah, One Hour Photo is actually really good. Uh, I totally oh, yeah. that. I was, that. It's great. strange because he, it, it makes you sympathetic for this character who's obviously doing something yeah, that's uh, wrong. He needs help, but yeah. you're like, but, 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 I, but I think he just wants to love a family. Like, what's wrong with him wanting to love a family? <laughs> <laughs> like, I you. But he I think my friendly uncle. But I think that's one of those things where it only works because it is Robin Williams. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they first did that. I totally thought of it is like oh dude that's a cheap like move you know like mm-hmm. to put him in something like that just to be like oh look what we're doing yeah yeah then i watched it i was like okay he yeah. actually did a pretty good job totally. of creepy like yeah. because yeah. yeah he's very empathetic I and mean, somebody that you can you can see like is, is very sensitive and that role it requires a person that you can identify with a little bit so that you can get into their headspace and be like 
okay, he's the protagonist, even though he's he's a stalker. Yeah. You're kind of rooting for him. Yeah, you're like, I gotta be killing those people in this way. Between him and that little kid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt, but I'm not willing to say it. Right. <laughs> you're too afraid. Uh, my favorite, I, I'm really partial to uh, The World According to Garp, which uh, has John Lithgow and drag. It's a great performance on Robin Williams' part, but the story itself. Does, does he like, play John Lithgow and drag? drag? No. Oh, yeah, that would be a That would be some meta wow, level right. stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, that was a pretty amazing book, too. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a great book. It's a life-changing and, book. And it's a great movie. Yep. Uh, ending on that awesome note. This whole time, uh, I've been at Amerigon. Have you now? I thought you were Stephen uh, Thomas. 75% of the time, I am Joe Pearl. 10% of the time, I'm uh, Tony Clifton. <laughs> but the rest... But the rest, I'm Matt Lockzumstein. And I'm under legal obligation to tell you that my name is Stephen Thomas. And, and don't and come that, within 100 yards of me. Don't come within 100 yards of me. Don't make eye contact. And please, don't accept food that I offer. We are KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay's Opposing Media Podcastaways. We had a fantastic time. I hope you uh, come back again at uh, 7 o'clock Fridays. That's our new time slot. We hope to get all comfy. 7 p.m. Friday. 7 p.m. Friday, where you can come on down and get a big old cup of hoo. And if you laugh so hard you're crying and you need a tissue, you can get one at opposingmedia.com or Facebook, facebook.com slash opposingmedia. Hell yeah. Although that's probably not going to happen because we're not that funny. We're hey. pretty lonely, so if you come to our website, we'll get a free car, a hug, or Matlock. Right. For every, <laughs> uh, car hug. every visit to the website. Free car or hug, not guaranteed. Free <laughs> car <or> guaranteed. Hug. <laughs> okay, a free car hug sounds like you're hitting someone with your car. <laughs> but it's, very, oh, it's a, a car, car hug. hug. Honey, yeah. I didn't hit him. It was just a car hug. You know? oh, honey, I won something. <laughs> yeah. He had his arms wide open. I'm pretty sure that's what my dad said in court. It was a car hug, Your Honor. <laughs> the boy is fine. It was a goof. <laughs> it was a goof. The tank's full of love. All right, well. All right, anyway, you. thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you again next Friday. Peace. Peace. See you in a hot minute. Bye. 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 Bye.